This is a headgum podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 100% true. Uh, <laughs> well, I got it. Heaven! Well, why don't you want to get in the bathtub? Hillary <laughs> <laughs> Gump. You and I. This is so good. It's and by the time this co- it's gonna be 10 days from now but <laughs> so still, much will be new in I, that story i want the song of the summer to be shia 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 Ooh, baby welcome to good christian fun I'm Shia Shia. <laughs> I'm wild. And you're Miss Flo. I'm Miss Flo. No, yeah, I am. And we're Flo. here to have good Christian fun. That Welcome was a clip back, from uh, Olivia Wilde's leaked video. Greatest saga. In which she begged a, a, a weird, probably not nice man. Fellow Pasadenian. To, yes, a neighbor of Caroline's. <laughs> at one point, Caroline was dazzled and starstruck. I was so to excited see. to walk by his house. I was like, doot, doot, doot. One time I heard him on a phone call. And then that tra- that changed very quickly. It was probably a hush money phone call. Yeah. Looking back, then on I it. was looking for trash I could throw in the yard. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing him jogging down. Uh, I almost said the street. I'm like, see the street? <laughs> That'd be rude. Uh, but you know what? Don't be rude to Shia, Kevin. I know we're here to have good Christian fun. It's the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music, and the movies, and the entertainment made for, made by, and made about Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church, but we are here to have fun. And we're Some here to do Christian a new fun. thing. And we're here to do a new thing. The shy of it all is a little relevant because in his email with Olivia Wilde, he couched it with, I'm praying for you language <laughs> because apparently he converted right. to Catholicism for his new movie. Yeah, Hunter Harris said it had like the fathers of daughters tone to it. Fully. <laughs> oh my God. So yes, uh, famous Christian Shia LaBeouf doing a new thing himself. Yeah, what do we know about him being a Christian now? Like why is that out and about as the story? Um, I think it, I think it has to do with, uh, it's probably, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf embraces the Catholic faith. Here's what we know is the, <laughs> okay, tell me, what do we know? Is uh is the headline. Um he's known for, you know, completely getting lost in his roles. Uh in an 80-minute long interview with Bishop Robert Barron of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and Word on Fire Ministries, LaBeouf spoke at length about his appreciation of the works of St. Augustine and Thomas Merton, his devotion to traditional Latin Mass, and the peace he feels when he prays the rosary what? and his experience re- receiving the Holy Eucharist. For the first time. He did an hour and a half interview with the bishop? I guess so. Padre Pio is the name of the project. Oh, right. <laughs> that sounds like a name I came up with. Yeah, it sounds like you're trying to make fun of me. Hey, look at old Padre Pio over here. That's what I call Dexter. Oh, sweet boy. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, don't, I don't love that, but 
I you do. know what? We are we are praying for his journey. We are toward faith of to course. Christ. Of course, yes. any soul one for Christ is a is a is a good thing in our book. We'll take all comers. Truly, that's right. That's kind of God's whole thing. Is I like come all anyone. Hello, is this thing on? <laughs> all are welcome. Um, <laughs> and we're talking about someone we don't love, but we do love rap music. Uh, and we love the song I Love Rap Music. Or do we? We actually don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, this is a DC talk song that we're talking about for the whole of the second half of the show. And it is a song in which someone just says they love a genre of music. It's a declaration for a love of the whole genre. <laughs> it would be. And an introduction of the genre. It's like a movie <laughs> that's just called I Love Film. <laughs> <laughs> it's written by Tom Cruise. <laughs> I love the movies. I love all, everything, any old thing in that that whole category. Jazz is my favorite genre. Uh, but we couldn't <laughs> do this alone. We do need the help and the assistance of a very special guest of our own, friends and folks. You, he's an actor. He's a comedian. You may know him from such things as Good Girls Revolt or Never Have I Ever Give It the Hell Up for Dave Tooney! Oh, David, I'm oh, sorry. David. Both, both okay, I go by both. David. Okay. Uh, Dex, Dexter's welcoming you in his own yes. special way. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Here Thank you for are. having me. Good. I love Pleasure. it. My family calls me David. Okay. Um, I, I have a brother, David. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a preference. Does okay. your brother, David, go by Dave or David? We we call him David or Daver. Daver? Yeah. Daver. Da- hey, Daver. You okay. Know, is Dave a, a no-no? I've never... It makes you angry when you people <laughs> call you bad. that. Uh, yeah, in the David that. community, it is considered <laughs> yes. slang. Yes. Yes. I've never heard anyone called any of us Daver. Really? Of us. Yeah. That shucks me. He's representing the community right now. <laughs> I think speaking for everyone. Yeah. We were at a party yesterday, Caroline, and uh, there, were, there were two people talking about your husband, and they were like, does he prefer Nate or Nathan? I don't know. <laughs> I said, guys, he hates being called me. <laughs> They're like, really? I said, no. That's so silly. He doesn't care. He actually, the only thing he hates is his real full name, which is Nathaniel. Oh, I should do hates that then. It. Yeah. Which I used to call like, him Nasty Nate. That was, that was pretty fun mm-hmm. for a time. It works. I just, was I, I don't know what I was listening to. A podcast that they said that the guy, this gentleman only wants to be called Nathaniel. Does not want to be called Nate or Nathan. Oh my gosh. Wants Nathaniel. The, mm. the full word salad. Mm-hmm. Get the whole meal in there. Yeah. That's a lot to I ask. I thought that was unusual. Yeah. Some people demand respect in different ways. <laughs> that's I suppose. true. That's I always true. like get excited if anyone gives me a nickname because to me that's like, wow, you, well, there's a familiarity, there's a love. I've never called you this out loud. What? But in my head, sometimes I call you Care Bear. Oh, <laughs> That's fine. Wait, in your head? Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to call Care Bear and see if she can record on Tuesday. Yes. Really? yes. Actually, this is not. That's so funny. Post. Our friend Tim calls me that why. sometimes. Yeah. The only one I never liked was I had a, a couple friends in college call me Carol because they knew I didn't like that. And that was not cool. Okay. That's Otherwise, a different person's name. Exactly. That's a different name. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. yeah. I not like that. if someone called you Da, where it's like, that's not your name. You're no. just lopping off letters and making a new name is very different. Okay, well, welcome, Dave. And we're Thank here you. to talk yeah. about the name above all names. Name above all names. Of course, uh, <laughs> someone worthy of our praise, which is Lord Jesus Christ, the one true God of evangelical American Christianity, uh, who we stand and we, we stand. continue to stand. Always will. You know, like that worship song, so I'll stand. <laughs> 
yeah. uh, the palm stand. Uh, Dave, I would love to know your history and your background with faith, mm-hmm. with Christianity, with culture, Did with God. Did you stand God growing Did, up? Yeah, were, were you, you bet. standing yes. a Christian you legend bet. in the Lord Jesus? <laughs> you bet, you bet. I grew up uh, Protestant or Presbyterian. Nice. Uh, Calvary, Calvary Orthodox Presbyterian Church. I've never heard of it's Calvary a lot. Orthodox. It's a lot. Uh, I grew up in a small town, Cedar Grove, Wisconsin. Um, when I grew up there, is about 12, 1,300 people. And they were super small. Four churches, one bar, uh, one four-way stop sign. <laughs> one winner comes out on top. <laughs> yeah, Go. yeah. One four-way stop sign, nothing open on Sundays. Wow. Really small. Really small, really, small, really calm town. It's really awesome. calm town. So everyone religious. is at one of the churches on Sunday. Yeah, and they're all, they're, they were, there was differences, but they were all Protestant churches. Mm-hmm. There was no Catholic church. There was no No, temple. the Catholic church was in a town called Lake Church. It's got in the name. <laughs> and they went to, they and a little town called Belgium went to, we all, they all came to Cedar Grove to go to school. They all, they all came oh, to I see. Cedar Grove, Belgium high school. But um, to me growing up, to me growing up, Catholic was, uh, that's how small of a town it was. Like, right. Catholic was unusual. Was like a, an exotic Experience. Yeah, if I go to my friend's <laughs> church, uh, Catholic church, and they were kneeling, I was like, what is going on here? Uh, but that's where I grew up, go to church on Sundays, every Sunday, Sunday school afterward. Often I would have to go to our Sunday evening service. Gush, gush. Um, Catechism I said gush. Good gracious. I mean, information like that does make Caroline gush a little. That's how it starts. That's how these phrases start. Just like yeah, that. that gush cash. Yeah, that's you, my new nickname. Yeah, now. good. Well, good I'm gushy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's a good name. It's that's a of, good fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's visceral. It's, it's the, visceral. That's true. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that. You hear it the way you yeah. feel it. Yeah, <laughs> I might hate it in an hour. Uh, uh, but I went to catechism like class on Wednesdays. In uh, like all through high school, mm-hmm. uh, there's a thing called I don't know if where you're from. There's a thing called Machen, Machen, M A C H E N, Machen League, Machen League. Never heard of that. It's like a junior Machen League, senior Machen League. That was like often on Monday nights, um, and it was I, yeah, I did it a lot. You were doing it all. Mm-hmm. Wait, so I heard three things on Sunday plus a Monday night plus a Wednesday night. Yeah, like during the school year, in the summer that wouldn't happen. The Wednesday wasn't happening in the summertime. Summer you got to live in sin. Have a couple of weeknights free. Love and sin. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, this looks like it's essentially a formalized version of a youth group. It's like a youth group. Yeah, same thing as, I don't know if you're familiar with Campus Life. Campus Life is a thing. Oh, sure. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'll do that sometimes Caroline did Young Life, which is kind of... Not sure. I did Campus Crusade. Campus Crusade. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with Campus Crusade. Yes. Yes. Young Life Mm -hmm. was like... Kind of the same thing. Yeah, all of it. They were the liberal version. They kind of were, yeah. They were, well, they were like specifically... Young Life was specifically like for non-believers, whereas Campus Crusade was like for non-believers, mm. but it was only like kids who grew up Christian, you know, yeah. who ended up going for the yeah. most part. Yeah. No kid non-believers are going to that in no. their, if they're not it's being so forced dorky. to. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, and so that's what I, that was my growing up. I did one week of a summer camp called Camp Calvin, which is a Christian-based camp when I was a kid and cried a lot. Uh, yeah, what was Camp Calvin like? Camp Calvin, I went there in like Let's say fifth grade, maybe sixth grade. Was it named after John Calvin? Good question. I don't know why it was called Calvin. That would be so intense. <laughs> yes, I don't know why. It was. It felt pretty loose in my memory. They I play remember. Red Rover, but it's just like, who's going to hell? <laughs> it's just like one-fourth of Red you probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of uh, I'm sorry, I didn't remember. That's all right. It's not exciting. Uh, I, cry, I, I was my first time away from home for any extended period of time. So mm. my first night, I was like, 
crying. And uh, oh, I had to like talk to my counselor who's like a high schooler who's got to be like, good gracious. Gush. <laughs> Gush gracious. This kid. And I remember my, like my parents, you could, your parents could come like on uh, halfway through the camp, which is really a week long. And they came like on a Wednesday. And in my mind, we were like a thousand miles away. We were probably like a half hour away. Uh, but I was just like, please take me off. You're like clawing please. their clothes. <laughs> yes, like, I was begging don't. them, begging them. Yeah. Uh, but I went to I went to church a lot growing up. That was my that was a big part of it. Um, and then once I left to go to college, that fell away. And I still go intermittently because I still like at this age. I'm 46. I I still like kind of wrestle with my if with my faith. Do I have faith? What is it? What do I believe? Because I certainly don't agree with aspects of the church that I grew up in anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I'm pushed hard against some of that, but other parts of it I still like. I don't know if that's all, that's my belief, or if it's nostalgia based, or if it's a mix of both, or what where I'm at. But that's it's hard to know. It's hard to know. Yeah, because there's a comfort in going. Uh, but I again, I don't know if it's like that's because this is where I'm supposed to be, or if it's like. No, it's because it's what you knew growing up, and it yeah. feels like you're in a cozy confine. Which also, I don't think there's anything wrong with that too. If it were yeah. just like comfortable or yeah. comforting, I think that's part of the appeal. Yeah, right? as, as you both know, I think it's part of the appeal of right. going. Not the only appeal, but part of it. So, well, can I ask back when you were in your uh, elementary and high school days, mm-hmm. all of the the church education you were getting mm-hmm. and the involvement you had, mm-hmm. were you into it, or were you kind of like, this is just like going to school. This is just one of the things I do. Yeah, if I had didn't have to go, and I knew my mom and dad wouldn't be mad at me or disappointed in me, there's <laughs> a good chance I would have stopped because anything you're forced to go to, often when you're a kid, right. you're not wanting, you don't want to go to. Sure. So. Was I, did I believe it? Yes. Mm. Um, did I want to go to it? No. Um, <laughs> here's the fun example. I've said this one before to a bunch of people. We went to, it was some sort of campus life, Machin League type of event at a church. And uh, <laughs> it's a, at me, it's like a bunch of my friends because everyone in my town is going to church and we all have to go to this thing. And we're sitting there in this church and there's a speaker. And uh, the, 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 the crux of this one is abstinence. That's oh, what we're dealing yeah. with here, right? <laughs> the coolest. Our bread and butter here on GCN. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. And no just, butter, just bread. Yeah. <laughs> so like dry bread only. Dry, day-old <laughs> bread. Yeah, no toast. It's just <laughs> no. stale. Just eat it. And Nothing like on it. the top. And <laughs> uh, 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 we went to this thing, and he's the guy. there's a guy talking, and we're all in, like in, we're in high school at this point. And I remember the, the main, the two really main things I remember him saying is when he was dating his wife, they, they dated for whatever it was, probably like a normal amount of time, a couple of years or whatever it was. Huh. Um, they didn't kiss. They didn't kiss the entire time they were dating <sighs> until he proposed to her. And when she said yes, they kissed for the first time. And I and all of my friends are, I think are just like, eyes wide open like what you know that type of like whatever horny teenager type of mentality we're like huh and then at some point at the end he's like okay <laughs> he's like okay um and he goes goes to his whole spiel and whatnot it's all fine everyone teach their own but uh he's like all right by a show of hands who here today is willing to like uh pronounce or announce their um abstinence until they're married type no. of thing in the oh. name of the Lord, whatever. Okay. And <laughs> are you guys like, does that mean the no kissing yeah, thing? Yeah, or no. is it like it's where? Like, he's, yeah, he's like no sex, right? 
And and none of us raised our hand. <laughs> no one raises their hand, right? Uh, and we're like, Unions work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unions <laughs> do work. And then he goes, and then he's like, okay, you know, like I get that. That's almost too cool or embarrassed or whatever. Okay, I get it. I get it. He goes, oh, everybody, close your eyes. That's right. Lower your head. And now, in anonymity, raise your hand <laughs> if you will, you know, withhold until marriage. And like we all have our heads on. I'm like, I'm looking, like everyone's looking. No one's hands no. go up. Hell yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> and I found that so funny. That is the funniest. And, and also like, you know, uh, embarrassing. Like you feel awkward in that for everybody, for him. But it was so funny to me that we were all such defiant, like horny yeah, teenagers. Like, many of us no, having, we're choosing horniness. Yeah, obviously. and many of us having no options at that time. Like it wasn't no like- I've never kissed none. anyone yeah. at yes, that point. None. But like the first chance we get, yeah. and it's got to be before marriage. Yeah, please. please. Yes. That's so funny. I've never heard of a, a that ineffectual of an abstinence teacher. <laughs> because yeah. someone will one throw volunteer. Him a bone yeah. usually. Yeah, someone. Yeah, be like, someone. yeah, okay, I'll do it. Well, yeah, and it's like, so they tell along. their story yeah. about, you know, how awesome it was to not think yes. with their wife, you know, until after and how cool that yes. was. And it's like, that's one sort of persuasion. Yep. But usually the best persuasion is say like, you're gonna get pregnant. You're gonna get STDs. You're gonna be in mm-hmm. Satan's hold, and that's what really scares. And in scares. Satan's hole. <laughs> and it's hole. That's, <laughs> Honestly, like, it's the that's same what gets thing. the kids to raise their hand. And it yes. sounds like he he was trying to be, um, you know, above all that, and that yes. was his failure. And if you'd come, if he had come to me a few years earlier, because <laughs> in Sunday school I can remember, <laughs> like in maybe like sixth grade or something like that, I can remember like us reading some sort of like youth book or whatever, um, and talking about again abstinence. Right. And not having sex before marriage. And at that time, I can definitely clearly remember in my mind going, yeah, of course I'm not going to have sex until marriage. That'd be crazy. Who's doing that? <laughs> right. That would be wild. I, no I'm way. 11. I don't even yeah, I also, can't I'm like, imagine. Yeah, imagine. I can't even, that's not even on my radar. <laughs> the sad one for me is thinking back to, I, I recently went to Texas on mm-hmm. like for a, an abstinence conference. For an abstinence conference. <laughs> I was the keynote speaker. Yeah. No, I wasn't attending. I was, you know, part of We're doing of your vow. I yes. was headlining. Yeah, yeah. I'm headlining. <laughs> headlining <laughs> like the abstinence. biggest virgin, yeah. Jeff Porter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I uh I met up with and stayed with a friend of mine who's one well, of my closest friends, we've, we realized recently, we crossed the threshold of we've known each other half our lives oh, at this point, cool. which is very sweet. Yes. And stayed with them, hung out, got to just have like a fun slice of life day in Austin. Yeah. And reflecting back on, because we were in college at the same time, mm-hmm. reflecting back on, and you can probably relate to this too, Caroline, like when people would tell us about their sexual escapades and just like, you know, relationships and day-to-day life. It's not even like leaving a trail of bodies in their way. (laughs) But that we, even at the time, it's so funny to go back to a mentality of like, wait, people are having sex? (laughs) And we're like 19 years old, 20 years old. I'm still waiting at the starting line of this Mario Kart race. Like, you guys are done. You're done? You're on the, wow, on the track. It'd be like finding out your friend now has like a cocaine addiction. Yeah, but we're fully in our 20s, you know? (laughs) It'd just be like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, the, the funny thing about that guy's story too of waiting till they were engaged, you yeah. know? It's like, you've made it that far. Why are you waiting till the wedding day? Like, what is the proposal, the magic moment? Right. So you yeah. should just kiss before then, I think. Two yeah. years. 
Yeah, or however long it was. Maybe it was two weeks after all. I know I have no idea. I was probably zoning out at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the thing that with that, those people that do that too is I actually find them um, more deviant because it's like, I know you guys were doing other stuff. You just like yeah. weren't kissing on the mouth. Yes. You know, so come on. Yeah, there's, yeah, I don't think I... <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't minute. know if I believe this. <laughs> Wait, what do you think? They elbow, were doing? Stuff. <laughs> Wait, elbow, elbow stuff. stuff. Elbow stuff. Butt to butt. <laughs> back it, backing into each other. Yeah, you know, the usual. Okay. Yeah. Now listen, I'm familiar with the idea of like dry humping to avoid penetrative sex, but you're saying there's a world were, like, of activity that's on the not neck kissing. or just like, you know, other stuff, embracing too long, whatever it might be. Like this is, I actually feel grossed out even explaining what it was. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like, it's more deviant than if you guys just made out. <laughs> I mean, neck kisses are like mostly proven to be more erotic and exactly titillating. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yes. They're freaks. Did you, and not to get off topic too much but we're talking about weird touching um (laughs) this isn't even a weird touching but do you have an example of this i'll give you my example then you can tell me if you have one uh uh uh, i am in high school and let's say i am a let's say uh i'm either junior or senior at this point (laughs) if i remember i think i'll say senior hypothetically yeah but there was a uh a gal that i had thought for years like prior to high school that i was like she is like a, like attractive. I I like her. Like oh, we were okay. friends, and it's such a small town, so we've known each other since mm-hmm. childhood, since elementary school. Right. But uh, and whatever she was dating friends of mine. I dated other people too, but uh, I always thought she was so cool and so attractive, and like beyond me, beyond me. And um, we are one night we're just driving around doing whatever. Like me and my friends, like I'm in the back seat with her, and two of my friends are in the front seat, and and we're just like driving around doing aimlessly, like you do in high mm-hmm. school, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we're driving, and she puts her hand on my leg. Whoa. Uh, there has been, up until this point in my life, and with her, no sign. No indication. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm. Whoa. And we, we weren't flirty. We weren't nothing. We were just friends. And then that happened, and I, in my mind, like, Fireworks are going off. My head's, I, I also can't comprehend what's happening. My Everything's exploding all at once. You're in fight or flight. Yes. It is like. <laughs> or freeze. Yes. Yeah. My heart's racing. I think I'm starting to sweat. It's like the in that at that moment, like. It's feels so like the many moments. thoughts you, at the so, same time, just yes. racing. Uh, do you, rec- it, it torpedoed uh, months later. Um, probably weeks later. <laughs> oh, okay. It went down in a fiery heap. But. Uh, do you have? Do you remember any of the moments like that when in your younger days of like that type of like, just from a simple like touch or yes. or a, a oh, yeah. note or a word? Yes. I have a I have a specific one Go of ahead. maybe the first time I held hands with a girl. Mm-hmm. It was in it was in Anaheim, California, ah. in the year two thousand and two. The love, city of love. Yeah, love city. <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> in the la- city, it yeah. was in the land of love. It was <laughs> so in Disneyland. A- yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Because I think it was a joke, and we were out there. We oh. were he- we were okay. It was Mickey. It was Goofy. It was Goofy. Gosh. Take I've this the wrong way. Like this before. <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way. Yeah. I'll just see you as a friend. Uh, <laughs> no, he friends on you immediately. Yeah, goofy friends on me. Sucks. God friended me. Goofy friends on me. Uh, it was. Uh, we were out with a group doing a very pathetic mission trip where we were like, we're gonna do. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do skits and sketches 
for you know it at was Disneyland. Not not at Disneyland. Oh, okay. That was our off day. <laughs> Stop off looking at the major attractions <laughs> and look at us. <laughs> Motion. Yeah. How Christ died. You'll get on Space Mountain later. <laughs> for now, look at our skit. We do like a crucifixion <laughs> right by the Mickey and Walt <laughs> statue, but it's like repent of your worship of Walt. Look to Christ. Walt worship is real, but yes, so there was a, there was a a girl that was also on the trip who was two years older than me, but when it's 12 and 14, it feels like a couple of lifetimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of age. And at one point we were joking around about something, but then she took my hand and like kind of started swinging it as part of like a joke. And then that was one thing, but then the swinging stopped (gasps) a little bit and then it slowed down. And it was just maybe for like, I don't know, 30 seconds. Oh my gosh. We were just, there was a fireworks show in Disneyland. Listen, when you yes, watch a star, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little Jiminy Cricket in my own. But yes, yeah. that, was, that was the one that stayed in my head of like, yes. whoa, is this Whoa, so loud? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What's happening? That's like super exciting because those when you're older, that doesn't happen. But that time, it's all yeah, new and it's exciting. All, it's a it's novel experience. Yeah. yeah. And nice. then I got lost in Disneyland and I almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> you just someone spank you back to life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, and my friend Sam would tell these awful stories about like, you know, there's people that go into the bathrooms and they stick needles in children and it deadens them and then they carry them out <laughs> like they're their own kids. Oh my God. So, and he's a little conservative now. So even the human yeah. Child sure. sex trafficking stuff. Sure. It's alive and well. Beautifully. 20 years ago. <laughs> in 2002. That's and half the fun of Disneyland. You have yeah. one for yourself? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I had a first hand holding with like, I didn't like date in high school because I was like, high school is not for dating. College is for dating. Yes. These, What's high school for? These boys are for children. Yeah. What is high school for? High school is for um, just doing the very best I can at every class oh, and doing too much all the time. Yeah. And being perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yes. Um, and then also driving aimlessly around with my friends, going oh, to Denny's, going to Walmart, absolutely. et cetera. Yes. Uh, it's, um, not Taco Bell. The other one. The worst one. Del Taco. That was our spot. That's that the worst, the worst one? one. It's worser so. than Taco Bell, I'd say. Okay. But guess what? You can get a taco for like 32 cents there. And yeah. that was just right for me at the time. Yeah. But I was um I was like kind of seeing the, uh, this poor boy in like ninth grade. And so I was like, we're friends, but we are hanging out all the time. <laughs> and like uh we would do like these long hugs to say goodbye. <laughs> 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 Sucks. <laughs> but at the like time, long hugs. Yeah. But at the time, did you find it exciting? Kind of, but I think I eventually realized like another reason we're not dating is I am not attracted to this yep. kid. But I've like been around him so long. Yeah. So we went on like an official date like towards the end of things. We actually went to the Huntington Museum here in Pasadena. Whoa. Okay. It's never changed. Something's never changed. <laughs> and we were sitting on a bench, and I think he held my hand for the first time. But it was not fireworks. It was like s- slime. I was like, I'm in a bog. Oh. <laughs> I'm in a swamp. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Oh, <laughs> like that. You were transformed like, into Shrek. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my lord! So uh, maybe not a fun one. I have other fun ones, but that's yes. like the first touch I'd had, like with a boy that I like maybe liked, and mm-hmm. you know, and it was the I emotional equivalent too. of getting slimed at the kids' choice. It was my oh. oh my lord! That's so sorry. And he was a lovely guy, and like he's very cool. I'm just uh, you know, it just wasn't yeah. meant to be. Wasn't meant yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> but were you meant to be a Christian? <laughs> we were meant thing. to live some, It's for a good so much question. More. I don't know. What was the break like? Because now, if mm-hmm. you feel like you're a little mixed or muddled about yeah. it, and even like what the idea of I mean, certainly is. college was the break. 
mm-hmm. soon as I went to college, that was the break because no one's going, or at least no one that I knew, um, or I just didn't have, or I'm just, I'm drinking on Saturday nights. Sure. I'm drinking heavily right. and I'm not going, getting I'm not up going on, to church. On yeah. Sunday. I'm getting up at noon on Sunday. Was that a big, like any like crisis of conscience for you with the drinking at all? Or were you kind of like, no, I never knew this was going to be a big deal. No. I mean, I drank some in high school too. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was your first um, yeah. I mean, again, real small it town. It is Wisconsin. It is Wisconsin. It is Oh, at that time. And I'm, and like I said, 46. So we're talking, we're talking nineties here. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I mean, to give you just a, uh, the frame of mind at that age for me, it was, let's make sure that we're driving around on deserted country roads with a case of beer, because then we're on the move and cops will be less likely to, to catch us if we're constantly on the move. <laughs> oh, okay. And let's drink in the <laughs> Never car. Never be in the same place yep. twice. So yeah. that's like where my mind is at. So <laughs> drinking was, um, but no, that, that would be the breaking point. I didn't have a crisis. I, I probably did. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I continued to have that now, but um, I think then as I moved on through college and um, certainly when I started to, my my thoughts regarding like growing up in my church, homosexuality, not a thing or right. not, it's a thing and not a good thing. Yeah. Did they like preach on it? <laughs> what if the sermon title was just homosexuality, colon, not a, not thing. a thing? Not a thing. Doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, th- honestly, that'd be easier for a lot of churches if they just adopted that mentality, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. um, but like once I got into college and like got out of my comfort zone and then was meeting other people and seeing other people mm-hmm. and like, okay, all right, there's other ways to live. Then that was another probably moment of okay maybe the thing i grew up in isn't the end all be all and i have to like adjust my perspective and what's right and what's wrong and that Mm -hmm. that was a big that was a thing college college was the big thing moving away was a big thing (laughs) i say i say like i i went to like i moved to you know i went to (laughs) nyu school no i went to the university of wisconsin oshkosh for my first two years okay big city (laughs) it was bigger than my city it was bigger than (laughs) i went to um and and uh and then i after two years i transferred to university of wisconsin milwaukee which i wanted to go to a big city for me that was a big city still is to me not la big but still big yeah and when i went to milwaukee i remember going to a house party and it wasn't just a bunch of white people at this house party, which is all of high school and really a lot of Oshkosh because that's just the demographic. But then I went to Milwaukee and that wasn't the case. And I can remember, I remember either saying out loud or in my mind, I'm in the big city now. <laughs> like this is the <laughs> yeah, big city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I liked it. I was like, okay, Life. yes, right. this I need to be having, I want. You were I want searching to see more. for that. Like yeah, I want yeah. to get away from this homogeny that yeah, I've known my whole absolutely. life. Absolutely. Yeah. So. College was the break, I would right. say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard some people, and tell me if this is the case for you too, that um, kind of getting into the comedy scene also helped replace church in some ways because it is so communal. I'm sure. And fun and friendly, and you're united about this one thing that you all love. Yes, know? yes. By the end of college, I started getting into, um, I started taking classes at a place called Comedy Sports, which is like short form improv, like mm-hmm. whose lines it anyway. And um, soon after I graduated college, I started performing there. And so that was all my that was my nights and my weekends always. Yeah. Um. So definitely that was definitely a that was a community for me. Totally. And of course those people tend to be more left leaning, mm-hmm. which I found myself leaning further and further left. Um. Uh, so they vibed with what I was already feeling yeah. and, and then reinforcing those types of behaviors. That. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And You're it right. feels like now, because we used to be involved in a church in L.A., but the way that like some of those relationships were defined and even like 
we Caroline and I met through that church eight or mm-hmm. nine years ago, and a lot of significant relationships occurred and then continued to flourish even post that time or post Christianity or de-churching. It kind of feels like what's happened a little bit with UCB stuff now, where it's like, oh yeah, you know, 301 is where I met this person. Yeah. It became my <laughs> Whatever. Then everyone has like differing relationships with like, yeah, I haven't, haven't been on that st- or I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. Yes. Like, no, I'm still trying to coach and teach, you know, whatever yes. it is. Absolutely. Very change similar. it from the inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. We'll reform it. <laughs> Very similar. There used to be a show at, um, at UCB. There, uh, these two people so funny. There is a group of people that wrote it, but, uh, Joe Hartzler and Alana Johnston were the main two people in it and the and the basic crux of it was there were two kids that moved to LA mm. or maybe just they just, it was just a big city or whatever um and I think they were both like friends and they're both from the same small town and then they're like where do we go what do we do to to you know find a place and then one veers to Scientology <laughs> and the other veers to uh improv theater and like the parallels (laughs) of like those two like they're very similar in ways and we see their life in both of these places it's fizzling whatever yeah yeah, i was like oh yeah this is like a church got it okay yeah Uh, yeah you're like oh i see now yes yes even the time commitment alone you know is very similar immense immense (laughs) immense. any other cult yes and Mm -hmm. you're throwing a lot of money at it yeah Yeah. Uh, what's the money for again (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know but i'm putting thousands into this you need all of that okay yeah Yeah, i'm pouring in (laughs) hundreds every every hundreds of thousands every year uh uh out here speaking of church out here like i do go to um I do go to a church right here. One, I started going to it mainly because it was like a block from my house um, at one point. But now I still Wait go a minute. To it intermittently. We know where you live. What's Not the, the where I live now. Okay. Not where I live now. Okay. Oh, yeah, the Scientology. Because the church that's... <laughs> yeah, Gorgeous. I live super close to Scientology. Restaurant. It's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> also nice. We could talk about that all day. Um, oh, yeah. I've been to the L. Ron Hubbard Life Exhibit several times on Hollywood Several Boulevard. times. Yeah, yeah. I find it fascinating and very silly. I, we need to go check that out, Kevin. It's okay. A, it's a free Can tour. we get in and out without getting docs for life or tracked? Yeah. I think so. I'll tell you, I'll give you the, I'll, I'll tell you this one real quick. Okay. Um, I know we got to move along here. Uh, when I f- first started doing, when I first came out here, I was taking class at UCB um, and I was also performing at Comedy Sports and I was also getting stage time at, over at Improv Olympic or IO West. Um, which is no longer a thing, but it's on Hollywood Boulevard. And uh, I was living in the Valley when I first moved out here. And I would come here and into the into into Hollywood for a class or a show or whatever. Anyways, one day I had time to kill. And I'm like, well, I'm not driving back to the Valley. I'm just here. Uh, and so I'm on Hollywood Boulevard. I think I had a show at I.O. later. And I see this building that is like a Scientology-esque building. I'm like, what is this? And I go inside and there's a lady behind a counter. And I'm like, what is this thing? And I'm in my 30s. It's not like I'm 17 and like terrible, you know, like I, I'm a I'm a grown Can I stay here? Yeah, can yeah. I stay here? What is it? Will you give soup? Yeah. <laughs> Except me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're savvy. So Maybe I'm you savvy. Just know. Yeah. And uh, and there's a lady behind the counter. She's and she's like, This is the L. Ron Hubbard life exhibit. Oh. I was like, okay. What is that? And she said, It's like a it's like a is it's his life exhibit. It's like showing you him from you know, childhood on. I was like, okay, so it's like a museum. She's like, yeah, kind of. I'm like, okay, do you do like, what do you do, tours or something? She's like, yeah. I go, okay. Uh, she, I go, how much is it? She goes, it's free. I'm like, okay. When do you do them? She goes, we can do it now. I go, but it's just me. I'm alone in there. I'm like, it's just me. She goes, yeah, you want to do one? I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Private tour. Private tour. So it's like an hour tour. An hour? <laughs> it's like an hour. Oh, yeah. 
And she is just me and her going through it. That's a date. That yeah. is a date you went on. Oh, I thought we were talking about how we met her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with you and Elron and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. I mean, uh, she had no nothing else to do. I imagine she had like, nothing else to do. She had nothing else to do. No one walks in there and be like, "Tell me." Yeah, <laughs> you know? no one. Yeah, exactly. Everyone like kind of shies away. So she took me through it. It's, in my opinion, silly, but it's well done. Uh, and you learn about his chi- again his childhood through his life. And uh, you see him put the little mich- the. The odometer, whatever, on a tomato plant. Yeah, like you, they show you the those. Headband. They yeah. show you those canned things through the ages, or whatever, and you get yeah. to try it. Oh yeah, um, that's great. Interactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she asked some real personal questions. She did not ask personal questions. It was just like basic <laughs> stuff. Um, What's your income? Yeah, yeah. Social security. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then uh, and and then I I left. I was like, okay, that was that was an experience. And then like, if I have friends come in town. And I'll and they'll be like, what should we do? I'm like, do you want to see the Elrond Upper Life exhibit? <laughs> like, some people go to show you know, you. the observatory. Paramount yes. Studio yeah. Tour. No. Hike no. Runyon. No. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You don't need to see that. There's no story with those <laughs> That's places. <true>. <laughs> I know it likes narrative. And you won't get the one-to-one care. You won't get the one to one care. So I've done that tour like four times That's with people. So funny. And I find it very fun and silly. <laughs> Um, have they changed it every time? No. And Always it's the been same. it's like three of the times it was like the same lady. Wow. And um, and whatever, everyone's got their own thing. I mean, there's plenty of weird things about every religion and whatnot. Um, but like I, my mentality is, and maybe I'm wrong and maybe it's condescending to feel like this, but I feel bad. I felt bad for her because um, it did feel like she, she, she had an accent from, I'm going to say some European country, but I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I don't know exactly where it's from, but it felt like she got here, was looking for a community and that's, and yeah. they latched on to her. Got this job. Yeah. And I mm. felt, I felt definitely more like oh no you yeah. you got roped into this and now here yeah. you are uh, but i'm sure plenty of people look at me and go still doing ucb you got roped into it how old are you <laughs> how old, what are you still doing improv I know, sort huh? of the first people you met when you moved yeah. here <laughs> improv comedy no pay this is what you have dedicated okay. a chunk of your life this is your identity Okay. Um, yeah, because so, I was just about to be like, oh, and I'm sure she makes a very fair wage of like one penny per hour. Yes, you know? yes. Like, Which is one penny really more than more I than make <laughs> from right, live improv. She makes a wage at all. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Step up. Yeah. Wait, what was the church that you still go to, you were saying? I'll go to every now and again. The, um, the uh, Metropolitan uh, uh, Community Church, uh, MCC. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's um, It's on and i don't live in that area anymore but it's like on prospect in los Feliz, like nice. where the you know the desert rose is got that big rose on the outside doesn't matter um anyways <laughs> it's near there and i i liked it one because it was super, super close but also it was in the wheelhouse of what i knew mm-hmm. uh but it's also it presbyterian like, no it's like this it's an open it's an open and affirming church great. which i was like great that's more what I'm aligning myself with now as far mm-hmm. as my my views and my outlook and whatnot. And, and this is something I support way more. We're talking more. about this one right here, right? Yeah, that one there. Okay. Absolutely. And uh and I and I I liked it. And it Ooh. and it, it would be a, a sense of like centering and calming and you know and yeah. whatnot that you get from these things. Yeah. Um so when I go, that's the one I'll go to. Yeah. But I'm not going every week, I admittedly. You pop in. When you yeah. when you pop in, what brings you back? What's um, the value of it for you now? Probably there uh, probably a mix of things. One is like, uh, oh, I, do I need to like find, do I need to like get back to this? I need to like, I need some answers. I want to know more about this because I'll, I'll have discussions with people and I realize how little I know now and how little I remember. And, mm. and I'll be like, I'm not coming 
at this from any kind of place of knowledge anymore, it feels like. But also there are probably at times when I'm not feeling good about myself or I'm feeling lost or alone or whatever. All in the world. Yes. Yeah. And I look to that as this like place of community. By the same reason you like call a friend. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, or call a family member. Uh, which I also do, but every, but sometimes I'm like I, I got to go here, and you do I do at least will feel better. But again, I I'm not sure if that's nostalgia based or if it's like the higher power that's speaking to me, right, or whatnot. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, that sounds like just the right amount of like <laughs> investment <laughs> investment in the church, at least for someone in your position too, who's just like yeah, every once in a while, like. I need a little booster shot of like mm-hmm. a little spirituality, yeah. a little a little reminder. You know, it's not just me floating out here. Yeah. It's local. So this is my neighborhood. Yes. There are people who live with me. But it's yeah. almost like you had to redefine a friendship with someone and have <laughs> different kinds of boundaries where it's like, I can't hang out with you all the time. I'm not volunteering. <laughs> and you want too much from me. Yes. I will see you every month or <laughs> we so. We can do a group yes. situation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That feels yes. fine. But you've been texting me late at night. You're <laughs> calling for me. <laughs> But sometimes I'll have it on, and, and sometimes I'll have. Especially I did it in the pandemic. Mm. But even now, sometimes because they do, they'll they'll live stream it, mm-hmm. and so sometimes I'll just have it on in my apartment. Yeah. On Sunday morning, Lovely. when I'm doing whatever, and it is like, it does whatever. Scratch some itch, makes yeah. me feel good. Um, probably a placebo, uh, <laughs> uh, or some of something like that. But that's where I'll I'll do that sometimes too. That's great. The live stream of a church really unlocks the truth of however you're feeling about it because you can just be like, okay, this one's boring today. <laughs> <laughs> polite, hushed silence. Yeah. And yeah. Can't walk out. Stifled church I laughter. Yeah. Well, Dave, thanks so much for sharing all yes. that. Thank you for letting me share. Yes, great stories. Uh, let's take a quick break and great. we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. It's Singles. <laughs> what? what are you thinking about right now? Just love, love to hear you sing. <laughs> that is my voice, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. it's Wait, great. What hit different? I don't about know. That time? Sometimes it just hits. Singles. <laughs> that sort of tone is so good. <laughs> and then knowing you were like in your bedroom, you know, oh, yeah. on I'm like a Tuesday six afternoon. Feet away from where <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting now and just, just like, wailing on it. And Dexter's just like, you good? Knowing <laughs> <laughs> right after you're like, all right, that was a piece of shit. That worked. <laughs> that was take seven. <laughs> take seven. Gracious. Singles ministry where write. we talk about one single song for the entirety of the second half. Uh, we're talking about I Love Rap Music by DC Talk. Dave, before we got together, I talked mm-hmm. to you about kind of your experience with 
Christian pop culture and yep. the stuff that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. And you talked about how you didn't really have that much that was in the vein of what we talk about on the show, like contemporary Christian music. You grew up with some gospel music wow. in the house. In the nineties, you dodged yes. CCM yeah. wave. Yeah. Well, the only yes, and I texted you who my parents listened to. My grandma listened to this guy, old guy called Hilton Griswold. And he would, it's truly the that name, name sounds. name says everything. He was so ancient. And my, my mom had tapes of my <laughs> dad. Tim Robinson character. Hilton Griswold. Hilton, Hilton Griswold. Wow. Hilton Griswold. Griswold. And uh, you can see a picture of him. And uh, he played piano and he would sing like gospel stuff. And he'd have like Gorgeous. a couple people around him. And my grandma would listen to him all the time. And then my dad listened to him. And like, he'd like be cleaning the house. My mom would be, you know, doing the dishes or whatever. And mm-hmm. They would have... Um, <laughs> Linnell Pierce is another like mm-hmm. Christian uh, gospel singer, or, and she used to come to my town once a year at a thing called Holland Festival. It's a festival we have in our small town. Of course. We were a, not so much now, but we're a Dutch community. A Dutch community, of course. And she would come and sing. So we had some of that, <laughs> the and then Holland the Statler festival. Brothers. Yes, I grew up in Michigan for a little while. There we go. And so the Dutch thing is real. Dutch thing is real. They it's settled kind in the of, middle. It's cute. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. So a lot of that, but I did not. Um, I did not listen to that music because I had two older sisters um, who were uh, very much, and again, Midwest, so you're getting everything a little later than you are on the <laughs> coast. Sure. So when I grew up, uh, it was definitely, my sisters were, you know, Bon Jovi, mm. Aerosmith, Rat, yeah. a lot of hair metal. Um, and then I liked hair metal. And then also loved Weird Al Yankovic. That was like my idol growing up. Oh, sure. um, my gosh, From yes. a childhood on, I, I adored him. Uh, so I didn't really get into it other than I think I heard some Striper songs growing oh, sure. up. Sure, yeah. But that's as close as I got. Yeah, again, hair metal. Because that's the genre. Is the genre. Then they were like one of the first, mm-hmm. uh, if not the first. Don't you wish there was a song called I Love Hair Metal? <laughs> <laughs> Someone hair needs to metal. say it. Wait, uh, I did find a Hilton Griswold clip on yeah, let's hear it. YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Hilton Griswold. What does he sound it's like? It's amazing what praising can do. It's true. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It's amazing what praising can do. What can praising This is do. fun. I saw him on TV all the time. You did? Yeah. I like his kind of bouncy Yep, he's got thing. that. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of it. He's got, hey, the guy runs the gamut. He's got the range. He's got range. <laughs> Anything where the bass line could conceivably be, be like that. Yes. There's definitely like a little polka element to it as well. I love it. Yeah, well, German and Dutch roots are also very run through. Yes, So I did not I did not grow up with that at all. And 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 if we, if it, my one of my Sunday school teachers would like play a Michael W. Smith song, we'd all kind of sit there and listen to it. And then move along. And then okay, that was, uh, and that's yeah, over. Yeah, but I was definitely railing against that type of music already growing up. <laughs> you knew it was uncool. I like rat. I like. I like that. Striper. That was like elementary yeah. school. I love rat music. I love rat music. <laughs> I love rat music. Uh, and then once, once I got in uh, freshman year of high school, um, uh, I'll, and, and we'll move it on, on this band. But I was again in early '90s, and it was like summer after my freshman year, summer before my freshman year. Um, I go to a house party. That that during Holland Fest weekend, uh, and uh, there was this guy, Neil, and we were at his house, and whatever. Like some people, I'm not drinking at this point, but I think probably some people maybe are. But anyways, there's music playing, or whatever. And we and we're up in his up up in his room where you know, people are hanging out, or whatever. And then, um, the song comes on, and I'd never heard it before. I'm like, oh my gosh, who is this? And he just 
it like sticks out in my mind like a sore thumb. He just he just looks at me. He's like, "You don't know, man. This is Pearl Jam." Whoa! It's, it was like alive or even flow, and I'd never heard it, and my mind exploded, <laughs> and I was like, "Grunge and alternative." Who I am? Like, yes. And so from freshman sophomore year on, Pearl Jam was like my end all be all. Well, that his exact music. words, I, I remember you telling me earlier. His exact words was, "But first, Pearl Jam, right?" <laughs> Did you say, but first Pearl Jam? But first Pearl Jam. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Ben Simmons? Oh, yeah, but first Pearl Jam. But first Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I thought it was going to be like Elvis. (laughs) (laughs) But first Pearl Jam. He's white? He's white. (laughs) What? That's the thing. Eddie Vedder's white. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No one could have. Dave just saw Elvis, so it's it's fresh in our minds. Yeah, it's fresh in our minds. Fresh in our minds. But that's the music I was listening to in high in elementary school, like metal oh, or whatever. Yeah. And then I got into alternative grunge and that type of stuff. Mainstream radio yeah. friendly, because I that's we live in such a small town. Who mm-hmm. was the, who was doing that in the nineties on the CCM scene? Grunge stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was eventually DC Talk. They took the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They were like the uh, the uh, hip hot Christian band, right? Yeah, they were band. like they were edgy. They yeah. were forward moving. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I don't know if you're familiar with the song Jesus Freak, Dave, but of course it is like a a one for one sound alike of of uh, 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 smells like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Yeah. Load up your guns, bring your. F- it lines up exactly. You can sing the entire song in the Absolutely. same key to that. So, yes. so there were people like that who capitalized on like, I guess this is the most popular music yeah. imaginable yes. right now. But there were like born and bred Christian grunge acts as yeah. well. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But those were not like crossing your path. You were already just uh, like, unaware. well, you had good grunge. So you were like, why would I, I good go looking? Yeah. And I also <laughs> didn't even know. I, I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't even know where to get stuff like this Yeah. Well, and usually it's kids' parents who are like, you can't listen to Pearl Jam. We'll buy you a DC Talk CD. Yes. But your mm. parents were enjoying, um, what was it, Herbert or Wilson? Hilton. Hilton Griswold. Hilton Griswold. They put some yes. respect on <laughs> Hilton <laughs> Griswold's <laughs> name. Uh, Our Bronco Henry. Bronco <laughs> 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 Henry. Yeah. yeah. Right. My mom, never. Yeah, so my they mom, weren't doing CD bands in your house or anything like that. No, yeah. no. Although my mom did buy me a tape of the MC Hammer's Prey single. Um so he she had did a give me that. Pray sing- was it like a Christian song he did? Yeah, you've got to pray, pray, <laughs> pray, pray. You got that. to pray just to make it today. I yeah. kept you on the straight That's and narrow awesome. for years. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> clung to, to that it. Single. Ah, death. <laughs> now, do you love rap music, even aside from this song? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should all go because this is going to inform yeah. our takes, totally. our yes. context. I didn't grow up with I didn't grow up with at all. I grew up in like I said, very small, very white community. And sure, was, I, rap did not. I, and I was at the age where I just it didn't permeate my group mm-hmm. of friends until like maybe one friend. A couple years later, people were all over it. But by then, I was already like a senior or whatever. Um, so I didn't listen to a lot of it then. I like it now, but mainly I like nostalgia. Like I like nineties mm-hmm. hip hop mm-hmm. and rap. So like I like. De La Soul. I like Tribe Called Quest. Even though I didn't like them then, now I like them. Yeah. Because I like the I like that type of beat. I like that type of rhythm. And I like the nostalgia, of course, that's associated with it. Tribe Called Quest sounds almost like like for as much as the genre has progressed, Tribe Called Quest, which I also love. Yeah. 
almost sounds like the Wiggles. Now, <laughs> in terms of like, We're having some fun and a good little time. Yeah, sometimes I feel like because yes. I also grew up, you know, a pretty white community, mm. and I think, I'll, and I was going to a Christian school, and I'm pretty sure for like racist reasons, they were like, hip hop is not good to listen to; it'll like poison your brain. Right. So I wasn't that into it, and and I feel like now the genre has progressed so much that it's like, this is advanced stuff. You know, I need to go back to rippity rap and start there. Yes. <laughs> then yes. I can like follow along uh, in like what this, this this is now. Yes. Um, Before we get back to Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's good, but it's just like, I, I like, you have to, I think, enjoy the history of it on some level. Yeah. To, like, I don't know get how we to got to now. this point. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. But I yeah. think it, I think we can all agree. It did reach its apex of the form in a song called The King and I from uh, the Elvis soundtrack, which is a song by Eminem, where he talks about all the similarities between him and Elvis. He's white. <laughs> I had no idea Eminem did a song on this soundtrack. I didn't know that There's, there's a, there, the lyrics go, now I'm about to explain to you all the parallels between Elvis and me, myself. Oh, God. It seems obvious, one, he's as pale as me. Second, we have both been hailed as kings. He used to rock the jailhouse, and I used to rock the shelter. We sell like Velveeta shells and cheese. Woo, let's go. <laughs> That's just, oof. He's almost 50. Eminem, yeah. 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 Like, but he's been drawing this parallel for Frisky. forever. Remember? Absolutely What forever. was the song? I am the worst thing since Elvis Presley. Yes. The, oh, yeah, without me. He's so yeah, empty yeah, yeah, yeah. without me. So, so yeah. he's been, yeah, he's been drawing the line for a long time. Yeah. Now, uh, speaking to it, and uh, DC Talk is a much-visited topic for us. Yeah. The Liberty Christian University trio. Boys. We love LU. My sad, broken <laughs> men. <laughs> different narratives and Gosh. the way the Lord has taken them. This, I know. The, the way they all are now is just, like, so far. But it, it also kind of tracks with, I think, how they were as a band, even back yeah. then in some ways. Like. Identity Kevin is still like kind of like the edgy one who like doesn't sure. quite mm -hmm. fit the mold, but he's like, I'll be here. Yes. Michael is just like loving whatever it comes, you know, like whatever, whatever. space you'll put me in, I'll take it. Yes. And then Toby Mac is like the polished, like perfectionist he's performer. Business. And he's, he's like still doing business. the business. He's doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Yeah. But you're right. They are, because I, I looked into them, I, I didn't know them very well, but like some of them have aligned with like pseudo- American history guys yeah, and who are like not sure. the one you would think, you know, <laughs> right. of doing that. But yeah. Michael, uh, or no, Kevin, Kevin Max is like very progressive, you know, post Christian at this point, at least according to his oh, and he Twitter. Posts. Okay. He, he posts. posts. He posts. He's got posts. Oh, does he? He's, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, like on. He tested positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For post um, disease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. It's nice to see him. Okay. Part of the project, I think, of their band was in Toby's. It is interesting because we've, we've talked about it and we've made like whatever, mm -hmm. not lip service, but it does seem that there was a, a genuine desire to <laughs> fight racism within yes. the band. Yes. Yeah. And even the fact of like an integrated Christian band in the 90s was probably the equivalent to an integrated regular band in the 50s or 60s where it's like, <laughs> whoa, okay. Like, oh, right. This right. is actually doing kind of now. a novelty. Yeah. 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 They're a little... Yeah, behind the curve. It was a little like that. And so, and they have, you know, blatantly anti-racist songs. Colored people, walls, walls, tearing down the walls. And then I think this is a weird part of the project, which is to almost like make 
the way that Hamilton was for some people, where it's like, do I like hip hop now? <laughs> this kind of acted as the same thing mm-hmm. for a demographic of Christian audience yeah, in the market. Where for it's sure. Like, hey, d- uh, it's okay. You can love rap music too. Yes. 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 So this is from their new thing album from 1990. Caroline, have you taken a good look at the uh, <laughs> at the, the cover art oh. for? The, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm for the familiar album. with it. It's, it's awesome. so strange. It's, looking. Yeah, actually, Especially what is going on with whatever Kevin? Kevin Max is doing? That was like Toby's. Like, yeah, right. this is a great photo, and like he looks good in. <laughs> you know? Kevin is like going goblin mode in the back. Of the <laughs> like truly, like. <laughs> He looks a little, a little photoshopped. What year did that come out? Did it come out in 92? Uh, well, I think their first album was 88, 89. And then this is 1990. That's 1990. Yes. Okay. All wow. right. That tracks a little bit more than with what it sounds like. So we can take a listen to mm-hmm. at least some of this and uh, kind of the aesthetic of this song and what they're trying to do with this music. And not what you would expect for something baby, baby, of the silk. I'm taking with <laughs> Rap music. The sound of the times. This is the sound of the times. Sound of the times. In various ways, you know, some sort of preach and some sort of play. Nevertheless, there's a common ground. You know the death hip hop sound. Hype the bass with the tiny snare. The and for a, a rap song's hook to be so pop, like, la, la, we're good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, it is. And then, and then you know, the song takes a turn into uh, painting a picture of a confused woman and the elderly. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's dunk on his mom. I brought my mom because I knew she was dead. She was black grooving but couldn't understand how they make a music when there ain't no fans. And then she cried, James, everybody stared. She heard a James Brown sample and thought he was there. She got home, shook her head and said, kids these years. But then again, we think the Beatles were weird. Yeah. All right. And then so on and so forth. Truly the only explicitly Christian content of the song is in the next verse. They're talking yep. about like, I started emceeing way back in the day, but since then there's been a serious change. You know, I asked Christ to come into my heart and he gave me a brand new start. And on top of that, he cold gave me my dreams Dad. doing hip hop with the Christian theme. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so they did it. They, they did it. It they is so it. funny too. I'm just now noticing DC talk being like, you know who else is weird? The Beatles. Are right. we so different like, from them? Uh, were they like pretty mainstream at the time already? Yeah. The same way Eminem was like, I'm basically Elvis. It's like, this is all part of the same arc yeah, right, right, right. of history. I love rap music. Yeah. DC talk sold more albums than the Beatles ever did. Yeah, that's true. A hundred percent. Yeah, Jesus Freak outsold was Sergeant Pooper's Lonely Poopers. Farts Club. No. 
bland. <laughs> that one's just that for you. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, they love rap music. They mm-hmm. you can tell them by the way he raps as well. Um, I love the introduction to the genre. He tells you what it is. Yeah. He defines it. Yeah. It's just talk it over a beat. Yep. There's nothing. And I know that they were having to tell people there is nothing satanic about yeah. what is happening here. <laughs> and I think you give this one listen and you know that the devil wouldn't ever go near this is music. It, and he's doing that because they're doing that. I mean, because they know that like adults are going to, older people are going to hear this and we need to like clarify what this is. Totally. Right? And they need to make sure to let parents, let their kids listen to DC right. talk. Yes. And inform them that our, our themes... They're not going to be about the the chicks, right? Or an Oldsmobile, the coolest car that rap. Or their beepers. Love, yeah. <laughs> They're not going to go off about their beepers <laughs> right. too long, right? We are going to talk about Jesus, so it's, it's just a format we're using, which is just so precious. But yeah. also, I find it's like if your if your plan was to, you know, legitimize this genre mm-hmm. for let's face it, white people and make make them comfortable, white Christians, yeah. And to say, like, this is not bad. This is just an art form. Don't diss the same people that made the art form in the second verse and be like, but their themes are disgusting. And I would never do that. Yeah. (laughs) A sort of politics to a ghetto beat, which is one of the most damning things someone from Liberty University (laughs) could say. (laughs) Politics and ghetto. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know if that's like your your fate, your In the same breath. And it does feel like it almost, and it wasn't really because... In, in the CCM world, no one really cared about it that much, but it did feel like in the same way there's always like the first lady of the United States always takes on a cause and it's like, Michelle Obama wants me to do cardio now. Let's make cardio cool. And she'll go on Billy on the streets. This feels like it would be part of a larger campaign of like, rap is actually not evil and it's not satanic. And yeah. You don't yeah. need to panic and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's this interview I pulled from a Christian activities magazine called Calendar. We can see an illustrated rendering of all three of these men uh, on They Are the Cover Story. And this is for their new thing, Press Cycle. And they're talking about why they're doing the genre and why, you know, the world is ready for DC talk. They've experienced so much success up to this point in their particular market. And Michael Tate says, when asked why he thought the doors were opening up for the group and why all the media excitement he responded, I think it's a time has come in America where people see a need for clean and wholesome music, especially in the secular world. And DC Talk has been called of God to fill that void. I think the hype from the press is basically because rap of this type is a phenomenon. It's not something you hear every day. It's not so much because it's Christian rap, but positive rap mm-hmm. with a goal in mind. Mm. So their whole thing is like, it's not even that it's like Jesus loves me and he freaking loves. It's just like it's just nice. It's nice yeah. rap. They're finally being nice. <laughs> lifting people up. I mean, that's coming in the wake of they're coming in the wake of like the uh parental advisory lyrics or or stamp, right? right. And also the and Well, I, I think that was more mid nineties, right? Because that was a Tipper Gore thing. Yeah, but like, no, because didn't um because I feel like I was young, I feel like it was just pre-high school for me when uh what's that i can't think of the name now florida they're the guys from miami um will smith 
No, Two Life Crew. Okay. And I think they're like, I think that was late 80s when that hit. You're right. And they, they introduced it in 1985. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that, and that song, like whatever, I, the big one that came out was like in 88 or something like that or 89. And so I bet this has got to be some kind of also a response to like, hey, we know that that's a thing. Right. And we've got to like try to clean up, clean this up. And also NWA, at, you know, at that point is, NWA came out in what, 89, 88? And so there's also, and people, and you know, people are terrified of that at that totally. point too. But there's a huge backlash. A huge backlash. Mm-hmm. So like, this is like, we've got to like be very clear of what we are and yes, clean it up a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that interesting? They're tearing down the walls, but also tearing down the stickers on people's <laughs> <Yeah>. houses. <laughs> and in a- the process though, they made it like, so, it's so sanitized that it's, yeah, it sounds like kids bop, you know, yeah. it's not even. It sounds like, I mean, that sounds like a Fresh Prince beat. Yeah. Right, a little bit like parents <laughs> just don't understand. Like well, again, it's from like the late eighties, you missed the point of rap, and part of rap is like a rebellion in some ways. Yes, it's like when there's no rebellion, it is like it's a joke. Like it's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to talk about like what is affecting us. It That's is interesting. What about a movie without conflict? <laughs> yeah. Let's tell a story <laughs> with no heroes. People are so tired of conflict; it's really bringing them down. <laughs> <laughs> the the Fresh Prince of it all is is dead on. If y'all got a chance to peep the video, it does look like. I mean, this is very much probably part and parcel of a particular trend at the time of like music video aesthetics. But absolutely, but in 2022, it does feel like an eccentric millionaire said, "Here, put these on and dance around." (laughs) Yeah, because they're dressed in like oversized pajamas and little boy clothes. Yeah, but Uh, that does feel that also feels very like that does feel very fresh print. uh, uh, Fresh Prince of DJ. Right. Jazzy Jeff, it feels very much at that time <laughs> as I'm looking at that video, mm-hmm. and very much uh, like those beats also sound like Bobby Brown in like '88 had some of those beats. Um, oh yeah, serving New Jack Swing thing. Yeah, it feels very similar to that time. <laughs> those are wild, and that you know, cross colors was big at that point, and like some of it feels like it does feel authentic to that time, mm-hmm. but also feels like two years behind. Oh yeah. Who, and it always Everything. will be. And this always is will Christian be. Time. There's Pacific Standard Time, Eastern, Central, <laughs> Mountain. And then there's Christian, yes. which is about yes. two years at least yeah. they, behind the rest of they, us. I mean, this is probably part of the whole song, but I think they like purposely made them look really juvenile. Like they their clothes look like too big. They're you know? cute little and, like, kids, is the idea. Really colorful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason there's like a trio of uh, girls who are in like 50s backup singer dresses yeah. like doing a little like dance together a MAGA vibe yeah. yeah I think probably also to send the message home of like see these things go together <laughs> oh it's all God. kind of the same <laughs> don't be scared you know oh lord <laughs> yeah <laughs> the uh, grandma like jumping around yeah it's very silly I feel like uh, um, parents just don't understand is also like on a white psych like that or one of one of Fresh Prince's albums is mm-hmm. on a white psych just like that where it's like a lot of colors I mean certainly that's what's happening in some of the theme song, I feel like for Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I think oh, there's yeah. a little bit of that. That like tilted angle, and, like, yeah, into the yeah, camera yeah, and yeah. everything. Yeah, it was moving uh-huh. faster than slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, where's yeah. the Mac and PC? I'm waiting for them to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and in the comments that they went full Fresh Prince style, they yes. spit hot fire. These comments, I love. Oh, these. I love it. DC. Someone said that they introduced me to rap music when this came out, and I've loved it ever since. Whatever gets you there. <laughs> DC Talk, what can I say? Thank you, Lord, for them. Thank you, did Lord. you like them? Did I like them growing up? I sure did. Yeah. But I discovered these later. Mine was more the uh, 
the Burger King and of McDonald's Nirvana that they would do in some of their yeah. like the, where it's more rock fusion than rap. Yeah, uh, they completely I think abandoned the whole rap project. Yes, pretty early at yeah. some point. Yeah, they they did, which is kind of sad. But they were one of the only Christian bands I'd ever. I, and again, it it doesn't penetrate the middle of America maybe mm-hmm. as easily. But I I remember hearing about DC Talk in high school. Like, okay. hey, they're like a cool band. Ah, uh, yeah, and uh. I didn't really give them the time of day, but I, they us. were like the one band that I knew that was Christian. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, if you had to pick whether it was a genre of music, a form of media, a kind of book, or just anything in the world where it's like, you know what? This needs a PR glow up and we need to give it that oh, in yeah. the way that they did yeah. to rap music. Mm-hmm. What would you give it to? Mm. Right now, my heart is saying, if I could explain to people my age and older why TikTok is valuable for not just like that. It's not just like symmetrical children dancing <laughs> impressively. Maybe I would do that. I love that. I, I'll it's never get broad. tired of you turning the corner on TikTok. <laughs> I know that was, yeah, that was a and point of contention. Now, for us. Yeah, yeah. You're a disciple. Now I am a disciple. Whoa. It's the only uh, social media I feel good using right now. <laughs> it's it fun. feels good to participate. Okay. would love you to post more, Kev. You think? Yeah. Please. Caroline posts on TikTok. I've been I posting. do not. I've been posting. Yes. What? They're not good. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, I'm trying to enjoy myself. Yeah. yeah. It is. No, it's, it's nice. It's a, it's an overflow of your personality and your aesthetic. And yeah. The things that but it's hard. About. TikTok is really hard. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I, like I'm not native to like video editing the way no. these children are. And they're yeah. very, very good. Very good. The children mine are, mine have... must be so painful for them to watch. You know, they're just like, so slow. <laughs> have you heard of the millennial pause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The yeah. millennial pause is the maybe one second or less from the time that you start recording to the time you start speaking on a video that you post. And it's supposed to be evidence of like, see, Gen Z would not do that. They know how to edit better. They're millennials. So much quicker. We because, like are waiting to see is yes. it recording and then we start speaking. That's the millennial pause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So. Sucks. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> sucks. I wish I didn't do it. Yeah, but We're you know what? You gotta older. accept your obsolescence at some point, right? Okay. I think yeah. So so what would we reclaim? What would we try to reform? Well, so I mean, is the is the point too? This is something that you know. White people are scared. White of. people are yeah. the, the older whites are are worried about. Oh sure. Okay. I mean, it could be if you want it to be. Mm. Oh my gosh, TikTok is a good one. TikTok is a good one. Yeah. I mean, the they're already on YouTube, the boomers. So that's all. That's YouTube good. is like Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels like YouTube is YouTube <laughs> is weirdly bigger than we all think it is too. Do you it's know what I mean? Massive. Yeah. It's massive. I was talking to a guy at a party yesterday and he has like a 75-year-old dad who's, you know, retired, he's single, and his like ride or die is this YouTuber who's like this older woman PewDiePie. who just oh. <laughs> who just bikes around Florida and just like is kind of like a travel blog mm-hmm. and she posts all the time and that's like his only and her, her name is Itchy Boots and that's like the only thing he wants to talk about. Itchy boots. And I'm like, you know, he found his YouTuber. Like, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. even watch YouTube mm-hmm. that much. I'm like, dang. I watch it a bit. Mm-hmm. I've gotten in, in, got and I'm also people. older so maybe that's part of it. Maybe, but I think a lot of people in all ages have I just like for whatever reason I yeah. just can't get you find your it. niche yeah 
Yeah. You're, you're going to find yours. I know. I probably will. Yeah. And then you'll be days. like, oh my gosh, I could watch a ton, ton of these videos. I think I just need to pay to not have ads anymore because it's the It'll ads that really life. like. It'll change your life. Fucking deal Get with on a this. family plan. You can do a family plan YouTube oh. premium. No free ad. Oh, Kevin no. Kevin family fuck. plan. <laughs> all right. Hey, we're all family. Look at this. She's on Look my back. She's yeah. on the bus. Yeah. You, you, we're you, all on the couch. You gesture to Dex. You're like, see, I'm part of your family too. I don't know about that. Would you withhold from all your children? <laughs> yeah, I, I see you and Dexter equal in <laughs> yeah, my we're eyes. The same. <laughs> Gracious. <laughs> you wouldn't deny Dexter YouTube. Okay. Um, there might be some. I'm trying to think of a food that maybe I need that we need to like all embrace yeah, more. That, okay. That takes a while for um for mm. certain people to, like to get around. I'm trying to think of like a, a new food fad. I mean, Popeye did a lot. <laughs> maybe for podcasts spinach. actually that may, they need a little help. Yeah, that's a good that Recent that is a good one. In what direction though? Just like get, <laughs> just like playing a podcast, you know. Oh, sure, just yeah. consumption. Not my parents. My parents have figured it out. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> please listen less. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like as a whole, it's it's been a tricky one for yes. them to wrap their head around it. Yes, absolutely. So we need a DC talk, a sweet trio of boys to be like, oh, podcasts yeah. are cool. They can be for God too. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> Don't get scared. <laughs> I love my podcast. <laughs> you can fast forward all through the ads. That's true. <laughs> and you might think you need to listen to Squarespace, but you really don't. Just hit the 15 seconds. Oh, Sometimes yeah, I'm away from my phone. I, like, I'll be listening to podcasts and then I'll be like cleaning my bathroom or something that my phone's in the other room and then the ad will come on I'll be like, no, because yeah, I'll be in the mid clean or whatever. angry yeah. about Doing it. laundry or chores also yeah. now during the mid roll. Yeah. And at first I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like, ah, you guys got me. You, got me. you guys got me. I'm like really listening to it. Yes. I'm like, wait. Yeah, that's it. The ads for our show are very great. Don't yeah, and you should never skip them and you never. should buy the products. Please. Anything else to talk about before we write this little song, this little ditty? Anything else to interrogate or investigate? Well, the way this works, Dave, is we're going to have a thumbs up. Or thumbs down. Thumbs up is a holy toast. Mm-hmm. That's when we send all three of these boys away from the white psych purgatory that they're trapped <laughs> in and all the way to heaven. Uh-huh. And that's actually them singing Heaven Bound. Right oh. There. oh, yeah. Holy roast is we give it a thumbs down, which fortunately, like the band you're familiar with, we send them down. <laughs> or if we're not sure, we can send them back to the white psych purgatory, which is the space between. <laughs> Caroline, we start with you. I'm going to give this space between, um, you know, fun song. I think they could have spent a little more time in purgatory to think on what they were going to do, do with purgatory? it. Purgatory? Purgatory. They could all use a little oh time God. in purgatory, honestly. But, um, I don't think they're allowed. I just, you know, it's not actually a very good rap song. And so I can't get a bit of thumbs up for that. But I think if they had worked on it, tooled it a little bit oh, longer, sure. it could have gotten there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. Good assessment. Um, we turn to uh, Dave. Dave Great. Up. I'm giving them a thumbs up. What is that? That's holy toast. I'm giving them holy toast. Yes. Uh, because it it hits, even though I'm unfamiliar with them, it hits the nostalgia nerve mm-hmm. in my brain, and it's from my era, and, wow. uh, and I'm and I'm almost always supportive of it. Of nostalgia. Uh, anything <laughs> from that era, I'm into it. Sure. Yes. Yep. You hey. know what? We were talking about kind of the main campaign of this song is a softening of a, of a genre that might be quote-unquote too urban for some audiences. And who more qualified than us three to speak on all of this? <laughs> yeah, those but issues. But also, we, we've neglected that this is an educational song too. Right. In verse three, yeah. 
it explains in a way I've never heard before what a sample is. <laughs> and the confusion that can be caused yeah. by a sample. Yes. Mom goes to a concert and she thinks she hears James Brown. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, mom, it's a sample. She yells out, James? <laughs> and those were her last words before she died. Oh, she was so happy. My, uh, to interject real quick, uh, I did an improv show in my hometown years ago. Um, oh, and no. my this is when my my grandmother was still around, uh, I believe. And um, uh, she brought like her friends or whatever. And the show ends. And uh, my mom, I think, asked like one of her friends, is like, did you like the, the improv comedy show? And uh, the one, one lady goes, I didn't care for it. It's like they didn't know their lines at all. <laughs> 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 so they had to explain did what an improv she show even was. Re- did they even rehearse? <laughs> yeah, they, you know, that's like, what it was. I feel like they have asked it. That's really <laughs> that's funny. So good. That, yeah. That's amazing that your grandma came in, all of her friends. Like, can you can you imagine like growing up in the 1920s and then going to an improv show and, like, and some like whatever the future yeah. of comedy will yeah. be when we're like 90 and we're yeah. like, I liked it. You know, like, yeah, no, I got it. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, you weird know? thing. <laughs> it's no it was, Laurel and Hardy. I lived through the Great thing. Depression so I could yeah. see you do object work. All yeah, right. Like, you know, I liked it. It was during Holland Festival weekend. Holland Festival weekend. Everything happens at Holland Festival, Absolutely. By the and way. in their defense, normally a musical or a play would take place on that weekend. <laughs> So I guess there right. was an expectation they that were, that's what the thing was. They were oh, re- they were re- prepared for. They're lines. ready for the yeah, yeah. rehearsal. <laughs> it's like they for didn't them. even know their lines. Holy toast from me. Holy wow. toast yeah. on all fronts. All right. Fun, despite maybe some of the low key racism. It's hard to say fun despite low key racism. Yeah. it's not. Yeah, but right. Uh, I'm gonna say it anyway. Fun despite low key racism. Nice, but not because of low key racism. Right, and that's a good distinction. Put that to in make. the theme song. That's <laughs> not fun because of low key racism. <laughs> Tom Hilston may using a slur. That's low key racism. Oh, it's news to me. No, I'm saying that's low key racism. Oh, okay. That was cool. That was really cool. That was very cool. I love Marvel. All right, we're bringing it down now, Dave. We're taking it to a more (laughs) worshipful space. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're not here to plug ourselves or promote our projects. We're here to lift them up to the Lord. And maybe, perhaps also, something we're enjoying in secular culture, something we've seen, watched, read recently. Uh, and we'll start as per usual with Caroline. Um, you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts on TikTok, as mm-hmm. mentioned. Um, and I have been really enjoying Sweet Life Los Angeles. It's not Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. That's a children's show. I watch adult shows. This show is you watch a, adult shows. a reality show um, about a group of friends who live in like South LA and great drama but also like they're great at um, conflict resolution every time Mm. they get in a fight which is every time (laughs) they're great at watch this one for the conflict resolution (laughs) the conflict first and then the resolution Uh, because you do want them to be friends at the end they're sweet people so uh, that's on HBO Max definitely recommend it great show I love it yes thank you Caroline we turn to Dave okay you can find me on Instagram at Dave Tooney you can also listen to a four episode po- narrated podcast that I recently did called Moonshine Land. Nice. Um, you can find it wherever you find podcasts, Moonshine Land. What's the story of that? The story of it is a little supernatural. Uh, it takes place in the 1800s uh, and it's based off some old Appalachian uh, mountain 
uh, legends and Ooh, stories. Okay, cool. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, a couple things that I will lift up. One, go see Elvis. Uh, Gotta see Elvis. It's a, it's a movie about learning to, to trust the right people. Yourself. Be yourself. It's about being yourself. It's about be it yourself. Is. And have fun. And have fun. Yep. Elvis taught me it was okay <laughs> to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I really loved it. And then the other thing I watched recently is on Disney Plus. There is a f- six-part documentary uh, about George Lucas's Industrial Light and Magic, which Ooh. I don't never cared about that much, mm-hmm. and I'm not that big of a Star Wars person. But it's got tons of footage from the 70s and the 80s about wow. how they did what they how they did the special effects oh, for sure. Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones cool. and Star Wars, and it's really fun. And it's a bunch of mitf- misfits finding their their tribe, their group, and coming oh together and gosh. becoming friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I really loved it. I really loved cool. it. Cool. Okay. I'm what industrial. Was that your light, your magic. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I don't, I, maybe it might be just called industrial light and magic. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. It's something very straight really across the plate, like really light great. magic. Okay, cool. um, yeah. That's a great recommendation. Yeah. It's literally called light and magic. Nice. Um, okay. Great recommendation. Thank you, Dave. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere <laughs> uh, or almost everywhere. I will lift. <laughs> One of the most enjoyable watches of the summer. Uh huh. Those you've known, the Spring Awakening documentary. Oh. Kind of chronicling the reunion concert that they did last summer for the actors. Is Leah Fund. Michelle in it? It is primarily talking head interviews of Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff. I will watch it for that reason. <laughs> it is extraordinary. Every line is a laugh line. Our, because <laughs> after all, she's always been our funny girl. She is. She's our funny girl. <laughs> you can hear firsthand about how Leah showed Jonathan Groff Bush. Uh, they really are into that story I a lot for whatever reason. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Spring Awakening was a musical that, okay. again, one of those, back to our earlier conversation, I'm like, wait, kids are having sex? A <laughs> uh, musical primarily about On like, stage? A, yes, oh. about thrusting. Okay. Um, I love the music from that. Uh, and I love that musical. And Watching it through that lens was very, very funny and very fun. Jonathan Groff seemed like a well-adjusted, decent guy whose best friend happens to be Leah Michelle. <laughs> maybe, so mean, maybe not a lot. <laughs> uh, you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun every week. And you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is Every Town for Gun Safety. Dave, thank, thank you, you Dave. so much. What thank you for having me. Joining what a us. treat this was. Thank you for this sharing really your story and your time. Very thank sweet. you. Thank you. And there's nothing left to say except for, okay, okay I, I love, love you. you. Thank, thank you, you, Emma. There you go. I love a- you, Emma. I love you, Emma. You're <laughs> my <laughs> best friend, Emma. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> and should we go out with I Love Rap Music or another another DC Talk song? You've been singing new thing a lot. You know, you Yeah, we could it? just go out with Let's that. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. This is rap. This is real rap. That sounds like you. <laughs> in our uh, is that me? <laughs> there we go. Who's doing it? God is doing a new thing. You know he's doing it. God is doing a new thing. You know he's doing it. Who's doing it? All right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.